You've been selected for a mission which you are not to discuss with anyone outside of this room. We are engaged in a war with the Soviet Union. This war does not for the moment involve men at arms. It involves information. has come up. We've got a Soviet spy. But there's a wrinkle. They got our spy pilot. Or the head full of classified information. Welcome to Ben on Spielberg. I'm your resident Spielberg apatheticist, Matt Benson. And I'm the resident Spielberg fanatic, Justin Keyson. And here we're here today with our first bonus episode uh, to talk about uh, a trailer that is directly Steven Spielberg related. And a film that is uh, Spielberg tertiary, would you say? Yeah, you describe it? That's a good way. Like it's uh, sidebar Spielberg in yeah. a weird way. <laughs> he, he, he had no direct involvement, but it is certainly related to his works. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are, of course, talking about the Bridge of Spies trailer and the film Jurassic World. Yeah. Directed by Colin. How do you say his last name, Justin? <laughs> I always say Trevorrow, and then I said that recently in Mixed Company, and someone said, "Hey, it's Trevorrow." Let's go with that. But who can say? I can't. What? Yeah. <laughs> Trevorrow? Trevorrow? I go with Trevorrow potato. because Colin Trevorrow sounds just sort of phonetically hits the same beats as uh, Corey Doctorow, which is a name I am familiar with. <laughs> I can see that, yeah. So, who, yeah. you know. Colin, if you're listening, by yeah, all means, Colin, please. I'm sure he's a fan. Yeah, sure, right? Like, clearly, you're, you're, you, you did a se- you're like the, the se- you're doing a Spielberg sequel. So, yeah, yeah so you're, you're obviously you obviously have been listening. Everything so. Spielberg related. <laughs> and that includes us. Um, uh, well, let's talk Bridge of Spies first. Yes. What did you think of this trailer? Um, potential. I'd say potential. Yeah, it's kind of, it's just, you know, it's a trailer. It's kind of yeah. like every other show you see these days. It kind of hits the classic, you know, t- t- 20 teens trailer beats that, that all the trailers hit. Yeah, a lot of bump, 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 yeah. that type of drumming stuff. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the concept and the plot, it's not necessarily one where I go, oh, man, badass. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. I mean, it's like. I can see potential in that being a really. What do we got? Tom Hanks is an insurance lawyer. Yeah, kind of force, forcing this big, huge political uh, switch off between two spies. Yeah, uh, we have like the American. This is like what's sixties? Uh, sure. Let's go it's with Cold that. War. It's Cold, Cold War. war era. It's we got in the Cold War. So yeah. the Americans' uh, government found a, a Soviet spy, mm-hmm. but in turn, the Soviets got a American spy pilot with yeah. his own information. So the deal is like. A- Spilet, if you will. I will like that. <laughs> um, so basically, the deal is we, we they want to do a, a safe trade off. Yes. Hey, we give you our guy. You they give us have our a guy. Classic opening of Die Another Day scenario. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and in this case, uh, Spielberg. Uh, in this case, um, Tom Hanks is playing your quintessential Spielberg lead, normal guy. Yeah. Every every man. Every man into a bigger world. Yeah. In this case, it's the world of spies, and and that alone is kind of intriguing and yeah. sort of kind of goes ties with what the stuff that we're talking about in his early work yes um and you got tom hanks playing a pretty quintessentially tom hanksy kind of role yeah um i agree with that and uh no it could be fun could be good i mean like uh that's all i can take from the trailer I'm a, I'm a little hopeful yeah you know like i i'm a sucker for like kind of politically historical charge stuff um yeah. it's also intriguing to note that this is we uh, one of the few times John Williams is not doing the score yeah. to the Spielberg film. This will be Howard Shore, I believe. Yeah. So you that's he was busy with Star Wars. Uh huh. 
I, yeah. that's fair to say. Uh, I think he's a little yeah. held up. The other guy finished it in a trailer, the trilogy. So Howard Shore is like off to the hobbits, yeah, onto the spies. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> written written by the Coen brothers, this film. Yes, and some other guy. Yeah, I, yeah, Matt I did hear this. Was, this was kind of a Coen brother project that was kind of circling around and. Do you think how much of it do you think? Uh, how much of them do you think is in the final finished product? I think it's kind of weird because you know, obviously we we haven't seen it yet. But yeah. uh, safe bet, like minimum forty percent. Yeah, it's weird. They they seem to be getting into that these days. For a long time, Crime Wave was the only movie they wrote and didn't direct. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now we got this. We got the Gambit. Yeah, uh, and Unbroken they wrote as well, which I didn't see. I still haven't seen. Um. Oh. Oh my God! I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. The Angelina Jolie directed film. It seems weird. I don't. I wouldn't like looking at the trailer for this, or I. I didn't see the movie, but looking at the trailer for Unbroken, I would never guess they're Coen Brothers movies. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's funny with that one too, because it's. I mean, even though like you know, we we know that the Coen Brothers can kind of jump around. Yeah. Any t- uh, tones that they want to make, yeah. but yeah, that doesn't scream. Oh yeah. Clearly. Yeah. Clearly, Coen Brothers. Like I. You know, I see a little bit of them here. In Bridge of Spies, a tiny, just tiny the way tiny dialogue that, yeah. that Hank is given, but not much. I'm kind of almost hoping that maybe Tom wanted to do this as a, as a hey, let's kind of forget Lady Killers. Yeah, let's <laughs> uh, make up for that. Let's make up for that. Even if you guys don't direct it, let's. Yeah. Can I, can I do a good Cohen movie? <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see what happens. Yeah. Uh, Alan Alda shows up in the trailer. That's very exciting for me as someone mm-hmm. who loves the aviator. I'm always happy to see Alan Alda as a period government I, person. Your, your movie can only get better with Alan Alda. It's true. <laughs> just, just a smidge better with Alan Alda. He's like in one shot in the trailer and he doesn't say anything. But it's like, they know, they know. Yeah. We just need to show this picture of Alan Alda. <laughs> That's essentially what they're doing. Let's just put up a picture of Alan Alda. <laughs> Because people will know. Even if you've never seen like any of his other work, you, you, he just gives you a oh yeah yeah. It's something. Guy. It's reassuring. It's reassuring. <laughs> I also like Amy Ryan quite a bit. Yeah, she's great. She's great. So I'm I'm excited to see her in this. Yeah. Um, no, like, we'll see. Yeah. Like it's it's uh, it's it's potential. Like I said potential. We're gonna adopt a wait and see approach with this film. That's exactly what we're gonna do. Yeah. Okay. So now on to the main event of this mm-hmm. bonus episode, which is Jurassic World. Yeah. You and I both saw this film last night mm-hmm. uh, separately. I saw it at 6.15. You saw it at 8 o'clock. Is that right? That's correct, yeah. So you've seen it slightly more recently than I have. <laughs> <laughs> I beat you, but uh, yeah. Like, it's fresh in the brain because yeah. it's two yeah. hours later. Well, an hour 45. Don't, don't give no, yourself too much All right, all right. Whoa. Sir. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to give yourself that extra well, 15 minutes. Texas, technically speaking, it said 8. The movie really started at 8.30. So well, mine. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, well, mine said 6.15, but really it started at whatever. Chazbots. <laughs> <Yeah>. All right. <laughs> Um, Where did you see it? Let me ask you that. I did see it at the this AMC. This will be meaningless to everyone but people who live in our area. <laughs> I'm going to but... try to paint it to anyone who's uh, who's not in Orange County. Uh, yeah. There's a theater uh, in in Orange County called uh, AMC The Block. You oh, know. you went to The Block. Yeah. Near it's... big shopping area type yeah. crap. Usual. What's it called now? The Outlets? Is the that out... what they call it now? Oh, yeah, they do call it The Outlets. It's weird when things have different names. That I, you I refuse to call it anything else. Yeah. It is weird how things have different names, like Jurassic World. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Tying it in. See how I taught? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I don't want to go too far into our thoughts on Jurassic Park or Lost World because we're we, going to get to that. We're going to get to that. Jurassic Park 3, fair game. <laughs> yes, we can, actually. <laughs> True. Touche. Yeah. But an overall feeling, without going too deep mm-hmm. onto your feelings of the first two films yeah. that Spielberg directed, or yeah. just the overall, your overall feeling of the whole franchise. I would say I've had an overall pow- powerful, <laughs> positive is the word I meant to say, <laughs> feeling uh, toward the franchise going into it. Okay. We'll leave it at that. Okay. 
Yeah. Cool. You? Um. Yeah. Yeah. I, would, I mean, I would assume so. <laughs> but I will say this: is that I, I, I liked Jurassic Park when I was a kid. So did I. So I will Loved say, it. right? Like I saw it at the right age. But I, I will always be a little. I wouldn't say thrown up, but always be slightly surprised when I meet someone who like is like that's their life. Mm. Jurassic Park. I have a very, uh, I have a good friend of mine who uh, uh, I used to work with, and he owns a. a, a <laughs> I'll just make it short because I'll probably talk more about this in the actual episode. Of Jurassic Park. Yeah. But I would say he's in a Jurassic Park Jeep club. What does that mean? That means that he converted his Jeep to look like the Jurassic Park Jeep. <laughs> and there is like a group of 20 guys with the same dreams and ambition. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure they were happy with Jurassic World, specifically that one sequence. We will get to that. Yeah. yeah. Spoilers, by yeah, the way. We will be yeah. very spoilerific on Jurassic World. Yes. But uh, and I, I, I was thinking of him when I saw that. I <laughs> yeah. went, oh, he must be He's loving this. kitty, like <laughs> clapping in his chair. Um, but yeah, like it, Jurassic Park is a very important film for those guys. And part of me is like, oh, don't get me wrong. I like it. Yeah. But I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like I said, I have overall positive feelings on the yeah. franchise, but I mean, like, I mean, come on, right? we're, we're gonna have some talk on the on the Jurassic Park episode. I think, <laughs> like, uh, we'll see. We'll I don't want I don't want to spoil anything, but we'll you know yeah. we'll, that, that'll be a big episode, probably. Yeah. I think. But again, we're talking about Jurassic World, the, yes. the return of the franchise. Yeah. Um, and overall thoughts, like, you know, where do you want to start? I even know where because we're not going to do breakdowns on this episode. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, we weren't. We're, we're not nerds. We're not taking notepads into the theater. I'm not an <laughs> asshole with a light on and a yeah, notepad. Yeah. You know, they could fucking watch a movie. But uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, did you like it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's about my reaction. I'll tell you. Yeah, I, I, liked say, it. I don't know. As as the day, as the you know the whatever twelve hours since I've seen it has yeah. gone on, it's the more I think about it, the less I like it. It's. Even while I'm not gonna lie, even while sitting in the theater, yeah. I'm watching. I'm going, okay. I walked in going, listen, I'm probably not. I'm not gonna get a movie nearly as good yeah. as the first one, or something yeah. like that will gain my the kind of excitement I got from the first one. So I'm here watching a group of people yeah. get eaten and stabbed by a lot of dinosaurs. That's yeah. the movie I a went lot to go of see. Very CGI dinosaurs. Uh, very CGI dinosaurs. And the movie I saw was a lot of people getting stabbed and eaten by dinosaurs. That's the movie I got. So I'm like, yeah, oh, that's it's that's just, that's... there's no, there's no builds to any of it. It's just mm. like dinosaurs show up and start eating and stabbing people and you don't care about any of them. Yeah. They're all just faces in the crowd. Yeah. Even, I mean, even the main characters, I, it doesn't do nearly enough, uh, nearly as good a job making you root for them as any of the previous Jurassic Park films. Is yeah. that safe to say? Well, here's the thing. Like, uh, I, I'm i on the Chris Pratt train. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't get me wrong. I love Chris Pratt. As do I. And I gotta say, I, this, his look in this movie is pretty terrific. Mm. I love tan mustache Chris <laughs> Pratt. There's something very exciting about that. I'm not, yeah, no. <laughs> it's this, a lot of fun. This is a, no, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> so I like Chris Pat, Pratt, and I, I'm fine with his character, but I do feel like it's one of those, like, I get it, he's the, He's the know it all. He's the guy who knows everything, and yeah. he's infallible in the movie. And I mean, I'm, that's fine. And also, but... there's a weird. So there was some controversy, you know, a few weeks before the film's release when they released the clip, and then Joss Whedon called it '70s era sexist, right? Uh, and then Colin Trevorrow came and said, "Oh no, out of context, that scene actually makes sense, and you'll see why this is not just a classic stereotyped, you know, stiff workaholic lady and the loose man who teaches her how to have adventures." Mm-hmm. Uh, when you see the film, it's not that at all. And when you see the film, it's exactly that. It is like that <laughs> no. scene is one of the is one of the least uh, offensive part. Like yeah. it is exactly that that uh, character but, arc with no, those two. No, exactly. Like I actually didn't want to even want to read uh, uh, Trevor's uh, statement yeah. against him. I'm going, 
I'll watch the movie and decide on my own. Yeah. And I watched the movie. And, no, it's, no it's, it's it is exactly what Joss Whedon said it was. She's the overworked, yeah, <laughs> female character who's a little bit of a stick in the mud, and yeah. he's the the cool loose cool guy yeah. telling her that she's an overworked stick in the mud. <laughs> yeah. And I went no. And more than I mean, yeah, it it's not just that it's like a you know, unfortunate uh, sort of gender stereotyping. Mm-hmm. It's it's also a story we've seen a million times before. Yeah. It's not remotely interesting. No, exactly. It, and it's uh, it's kind I, of a mess. Um, I will say that the movie is does do a, a lot of. There's a couple of echoes to the first Jurassic Park. Yeah, I mean, big obvious mirrors. Yes, definitely. <laughs> but there's a couple, even structurally, it's like you have a similar concept of like you have uh, two kids. Mm-hmm. Going off to visit a relative who is involved in the park. I mean, I'm stretching, but it is. Yeah. Uh, and you end the finale ends at the big cala, you know, the big like uh, gift shop. Yes, the big coliseum for the for the tourists. Yeah, and I will get to that finale in a moment when we get there. But yeah, I mean, you know, and then you get you know scientists saying someone's doing something wrong. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's an um. Yeah, I'm like I see like what they were trying to go for, and obviously they're trying to echo the first movie and yeah. reminding you, Jurassic Park, yeah. right? <laughs> Down to Jake Johnson uh, wearing the Jurassic Park T-shirt. Yeah, she bought on eBay for 120 dollars, mm-hmm. which I it's funny. I like I thought that was kind of cute. Yeah, it's kind of a funny bit. I like Jake Johnson. So yeah, I like Jake Johnson. I like Lauren Lapkus, who's also uh, in oh, those yeah. scenes uh, with him. She's yeah. terrific. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know when we want to bring this up. Can we talk about? Uh, uh, Bryce, I, for some reason, Bryce I always, Dallas Howard. Yeah, I always mm-hmm. forget the first part of that. I always got <laughs> Dallas Howard down, but the, Bryce throws me. All right. Can we talk about her shoes for a second? <laughs> <laughs> I'm intrigued with this. Let's continue. Yeah, please. <laughs> the movie. I mean, at the start of the movie, it, there's like 20 different shots that just start on her shoes. Like right. I'm thinking, is this another? Is this a Quentin Tarantino situation? What's going on here? <laughs> just tons of tot, shot, tots shots of her shoes. Uh, at one point, they're going through the jungle. Chris Pratt says, hey, "You can't run on those heels." She's wearing heels. Yeah. Uh, and then there comes a point in the movie where she has to run away from a T-Rex. And it, again, it very pointedly shows the heels. And then she's just fine. Like, like <laughs> the movie makes a huge deal about, oh, shit, how is she going to run in these heels? Yeah. And then she just does, and it's, like, not an issue. No, it's it's almost like if the point of the... If the point of the that's fair point. That's yeah. good. It's like, no, it's like, if the point is, like, the shoes are a detriment to her, or it's either she learns to listen to Owen... And go fine, and she gets good shoes. But she doesn't. (laughs) Or the point is, fuck you, dude. I can do whatever. I can handle this shit, including running in these shoes. Yeah. If either one of those were the message, I would make sense. But neither one was. So they're just a thing that even I was, you know, it's like, yeah, why'd you make a big deal? Why'd you spend so much time time on the fucking shoes? And then leads to nowhere. Um, Let's see. Uh, The kids. (laughs) Well, I I don't want to get too much into my into my thoughts on the first Jurassic Park. Right, <laughs> Needless yeah. to say, there's nowhere to go but up with the kids. <laughs> uh, or you can stay in the same place, which is maybe what they did. It's a, it is funny to think that, like, in in all form of films, yeah. children endangerment yeah. is a big part yeah. of the Jurassic Park <laughs> franchise. And um, it, gets ex- it, get, it gets kind of unbelievable in three. Yeah. Because, you know, if you've seen three, you will know that the child survived, what, eight weeks? Something like that. <laughs> Something like that on his own on yeah. an island full of dinosaurs. Spread pee around. <laughs> yeah. Um, but children endangerment is a big part of Jurassic Park. Yes. And um, I don't, it's a thing where I'm, I recognize the two kids. Mm-hmm. I recognize the teenager, he, uh, the, the teenager character actor was in uh, King of Summer. Mm-hmm. That was a pretty solid movie. He was good in it. And then the, the young boy was, uh, he was an Insidious, right? 
Was he? He looked familiar to me, but I could not place him. I think he's definitely he was in Iron Man three. Oh yeah, that's why I recognize him from. And and I definitely thought he was really funny in Iron Man three. Yeah, he's great in Iron Man three. But I don't know. I mean, like they're just kind of they're kids. Yeah. They're like the classic teenager kids. boys, horny. Yeah, for no reason. Yeah, like is there a reason why he doesn't like his girlfriend? We don't know. He's just a dick. Oh is yeah, that- <laughs> I forgot that he that they established he had a girlfriend at the start of the movie. Right, and then just probably just him like hor- like might I add. Like creepily looking at every hot girl. Yeah, I will say there was a there was one moment I really enjoyed where he's staring at some hot girls, and then the young kid was like, "What do you think is going to happen just by staring at them?" <laughs> and then they laugh at him. The that was a, that was a fun little moment. That's good. I like that too. Yeah. Um, I have another question for you. Okay. Do you th- be honest? Do you think opening up Jurassic World mm-hmm. is a good idea? If do you think? A, well, here's what I'll say to that. that uh-huh. This was a big criticism that people have been saying about the film since it happened. Sure. Since it was announced. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna. Here's what I'm gonna say. Okay. If I'm in the world mm-hmm. and they open Jurassic World, mm-hmm. I'm going. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like I get some shit happened in the '90s that was bad and some people died, but if there's a theme park where fucking dinosaurs are there, I'm going. <laughs> No, I know the risks. <laughs> I'm going. There's one film writer who brought up a point where it's like, I, the bummer is I'm kind of bummed that they're still pushing the science is bad angle yeah. because I want to live in a world where children can ride triceratops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm with this. No, I agree. I yeah. want to live in a world where children can try it. There's a shot of a kid like hugging a brontosaurus and I'm like, that's adorable. That's great. <laughs> who doesn't want to live in that world? Yeah, I think, I think... Let's say this technology did exist, mm-hmm. and something like Jurassic Park happened. Yep. I do think it would be an inevitability that the park would open. Like, right. There, there's no... Mankind does not give up on that kind of thing. <laughs> no. Um, and that's what makes us a cool species. Yeah, no, right? <laughs> you know how many people died trying to get us to the moon? I fucking went there. <laughs> and here's a big question. Do we need to go there? No. Not really. But should we? Yes. Hell yeah. yeah. We can't because we fucking can. Yeah, so I don't I don't yeah. think it's ridiculous that the park is open in this film. And it's funny because I'm trying to think, like, do you think... Because I almost like, like, but, like, because we argued a little bit last night, like, did the events of the other two movies happen? I went... I'm going to have to go with yeah. Yeah, definitely. But definitely because, like, I know the, 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 the real hard question is, like, because at the end of, of Lost World, a dinosaur is roaming through San Diego, and then yeah. everyone's like, that's uh, that sounds like the worst PR move ever, to which yeah. I go, technically speaking, that didn't happen at the park. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Some idiots brought the T-Rex to San Diego. Didn't, didn't happen. It's not on an island. <laughs> didn't have the proper walls. Yeah. <laughs> no. Not the park's fault. Not the park's fault at all. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the kids' characters fine. Bryce Dallas is... Here's the thing, Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas do fine in what they're asked to do. Yeah. But I don't think there's they do anything particularly remarkable. The rest of the movie is just them grunting and screaming and etc. Yeah, it's yeah, it's kinda perfunctory is, Perfunct- is what I would call it. Uh your thoughts on the on the Indominus Rex. Well, let's talk about that guy. <laughs> Please. <laughs> so BD Wong. He was yeah. in the first film, correct? Correct, yeah. I don't remember him at all in the first film. Well, as a guy who Always takes note of an Asian actor in an American movie. I'm like, oh, hey, that guy. And so I saw him in the trailer. I went, you kept him? <laughs> That's cool. He seems really happy to be here. <laughs> was he evil in the first film? No. Because he's fairly evil in this film. Yes, he is. <laughs> no, he, uh, no, just a, a lab tech. Yeah. <laughs> a really excited lab tech. Because in this movie, he, I mean, what is the implication that this he wanted all of this to happen because he seemingly designed the dinosaur with that in mind. I I think the implication is that Vincent D'Onofrio told him, hey man, this is a good idea. Yeah. And then he's like, 
okay. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even his reaction shots on his way out at the end of the film, like he's, what am I doing? <laughs> As they push him, the, the but he ca- had to. I mean, he does. He designed a dinosaur specifically to break out of the cage they put him. They put it in. Yeah, that's. Do where you think at one point he would have been like, "Hey guys, heads up! This thing can hide itself from thermal cameras." <laughs> uh, part raptor. So if you're planning on going out with it, and why would D'Onofrio put that shit in there? It's D'Onofrio's. Okay, so we're, okay. here's no, the yeah. idea, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. D'Onofrio. So Chris Pratt has trained these raptors. Right. Which is not a thing. I gotta say, I really wanted to like this movie because the two main criticisms a lot of people labeled at it before it even came out I thought mm-hmm. were stupid, which is why would they open the park, which we've already discussed. Right. And oh, hey, it's you can't train raptors. That's stupid. But I mean, people train lion and tigers in the real world. I don't right. see how that's that different. No, no. And I, like, no, like like one guy who did a meme of it, it's like, are you as cool as Chris Pratt on a motorcycle and, and, and train tra- velociraptors? You're probably not. And I went, no, I want to be that cool. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> fucking cool. And, and, and so many people saw the channel like, he's riding the, he's riding the thing? That's dumb. How can he do that? Well, How can they make a dinosaur, <laughs> asshole? <laughs> fucking movie. <laughs> I, for me, the, the trained velociraptor is actually a kind of an almost another extension of what else can they do with this movie, right? Yeah. Because the, veloc- yeah. the velociraptor's been the bad guys for three films in a row. Yeah. So it's like, for me, it's like, oh, yeah, no, at some point, yeah, prove that they are more than just, I'm going to eat the fuck out of you yeah. creatures, <laughs> and maybe possibly can be learning to, can learn to do other things. That's why I kind of dig the idea of training velociraptors. Yeah. I, I like that part a lot. Yeah. Except for when it gets to the thing. So D'Onofrio's plan, mm-hmm. he wants to militarize these raptors. Right. He wants to use them as... Uh, you as, can't as, hack a raptor. Of, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Drones are bad, raptors are good, is his thinking. <laughs> um... So he has concocted this scheme where he's going to make this big evil dinosaur that'll get out and start killing people, and then yep. the raptors will save the day, and he'll look good, and he can militarize the raptors. Right. So if that's your plan, why make the dinosaur <laughs> able to communicate with the raptors and yep. switch sides? Yep. Yep. So was that his idea? Was that B.D. Wong's idea? Yeah. No, I don't know. I, I almost... Here's what I'll say. I feel it's Vincent's idea. Okay. I feel it's because he's, he's just a dumbass. Yeah, because I feel like that's the kind of character he is. I mean, he's, the, fair. He's, he's a character who's just like I'm thinking big, but he's that asshole who thinks big without the consequences. Yeah. Okay, but what is why why put Raptor in there at all? Like, what is what is he getting out of no, it? No, why put Raptor in there at all? So that in the movie we can go, oh shit, he's a Raptor. Yeah, <laughs> that's why you do it. Scientifically, say, there's no reason for it. <laughs> I do like that moment, but then it's a good moment. As it yeah. goes on, it's just like, why? No, <laughs> why this is absurd. In the in the theater, when you see the the Velops, the, the Raptors talk to the Indominus Rex, yeah. and then everyone's like, they're going, they're like, ah, yeah. ah, and all of a sudden, Pratt's going, oh shit, shit he's part <laughs> Raptor. I said, oh fuck, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they all then all four of the Velops turn around, and I'm like, oh, oh fuck, shit. Get, oh, yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> that um, is a great moment. It's a great moment, but like you said. Once you walk away from it, it's then like, you go, why? Wait, why well, did you? Why, do? Why would you do what was that? the purpose of that? <laughs> another thing, uh, what's B.D. Wong's character's name? Do you know? Anyway, he keeps referring Dr. to Dr. Asian guy, yeah. <laughs> Doc- Mr. Asian. <laughs> Mr. Asian. Mr. Asian doctor. <laughs> uh, he keeps uh, referring to a deal he made with Vincent Onofrio. Yeah. What did he get out? What was his end of that deal? I don't, I don't know. I, I, don't, like, I don't think it's ever revealed. And that's kind of that's one of the big problems of the flick, right? It's just all yeah. these like these like kind of like ideas and almost cliched plot points from other movies yeah and they just sort of don't tie up anywhere yeah um what did you think of the the bit where the kids discover the first films kind of like the the initial the, the original Jurassic Park kind of um kind of visitor center yeah what did you think of that bit uh i i will say i i was uh when they when they, they discover the door and they walk in 
I thought, oh, are they going to do some ridiculous thing where the broken sign is still hanging there? <laughs> uh, and it wasn't still hanging there, yeah. but, he, but the kid does pick it up off the ground. Right. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I guess, I, I guess it's... I guess it's fun. I guess it's one time the original. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, part of me is I'm conflicted, right? Because part yeah. of me is like, hey, cool. It's, it's the visitor center for the first movie. Yeah. And then I'm like, but why? Well, that's, I think that it's, it's kind of the same as the Raptor moment. I, yeah. I, I do love an abandoned theme park uh, in, in real life as well. I think that's a, just a great location and a cool setting. Yeah. And on one level, I was enjoying it on that level. But then it's also like, why? Why, why would it be there? Why I, wouldn't they clear it out? I feel like another problem with that moment is that us the audience goes oh if we've seen the original movie we yeah. go oh hey it's the visitor center from the first movie but the characters don't have that connection yeah because they're new characters yeah and, and i'm actually in the agreement of yeah you know I, as much as i love ian malcolm as much as i like alan grant it is probably best to not put them back in this yet yeah but but since they those those kids have no connection to that location mm-hmm. they just think oh it's a weird abandoned thing and part of me feels like if it was in fact alan grant or ian malcolm or probably even better joseph Mazzello's kid as a grown-up yeah that would have had a slightly more of a impact on me yeah but it's just a instead it's just a it's for us the audience in which i'm like i'm always kind of iffy when you do things like that yeah it's like I, hey listen i'm already watching the movie you don't yeah, have to you don't need to, <laughs> <laughs> you need to oversell it um so, but like i said there's that moment too where like you know like there's the bit where the kids discover a jeep yeah and they hot wired the jeep to make it work and like i said like oh my friend's probably happy about that yeah it was like oh it's the old jack it's the old jurassic park jeep that's kind of neat that was also that was a very easy like oh hey remember when we fixed up dad's old malibu <laughs> or whatever the fuck it was <laughs> you remember all that shit your hey, dad taught you <laughs> remember how we know how to take cars that have been sitting in a, in a, abandoned for 20 years and make them run <laughs> Well, wow, that's really convenient. Your dad taught you that. Yeah. I know, right? Yeah. Good for us. <laughs> um, we'll get out of here. Uh, oh, there's another thing I wanted to bring up with the uh, Indominus. Is that am I saying that right? Indominus yeah. Rex. Indominus Rex. Yeah. I think uh, one of the great flaws of this film is the la- utter lack of tension. Yeah. And that when they're sitting in the car, perfectly still, and the T Rex is looking in, we know that the T Rex can only process moving images, so right. it can't quite see them, and that's very tense. Cause it's like, oh, is the T Rex going to know he's there? Is it not? Mm-hmm. We know Indominus Rex can has predator vision. Basically, we know that he can sense thermals. We know there's no way they're hiding from him, and they do that beat like three separate times <laughs> in the movie, and every single time. It's guaranteed it's going to find them. Yeah. We, there's, there's zero doubt in our mind yeah, whether or not the, the creature's going to catch them. And yet they keep trying to fake us out with that. I don't know what they think they're pulling off there. Uh, yeah, no. I. It's like they set up that rule, and then when they decided to write scenes, they just go, oh, right, because this is what you do in a Jurassic Park movie. Yeah. It's like I'm not realizing that they had made a dinosaur that doesn't work for that. Um, they just went and made a new dinosaur. Probably not a good idea. No, let's, let's from start a, with a, that. From a meta perspective, that was not a good idea. I, I've heard a couple film critics say that the idea... The, the, the way to describe Indominus Rex, the reason they created Indominus Rex, it's almost as if they're commenting on what people want out of a, a blockbuster movie. Yeah. We want it bigger. We want it scarier. We yeah. want it blah, 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 blah. Like the sort of weird meta thing that this Jurassic World is a rep- is basically representing modern yeah. people, what people want in modern movies, which is the same thing as old, but bigger and different. Yeah. And I, I feel like that's probably reading into it a little much. But maybe yeah, some truth in there. I think there's some truth in there, but I think it, it kind of falls into a flaw with a lot of movies that do that kind of meta commentary, which is they sort of they feature it, but then don't add anything to the conversation. <laughs> yeah, it's just like yeah. their their version of commenting on it is just doing it, which is at that point it's not a comment; it's just another example yeah. of, of the big dumb blockbuster. Um, 
so we got to the. I, I will say this. Uh, 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 well, uh, you can say that on my kids, but they can hear you anyway when you sorry, do that. Sorry, <laughs> we're, at, uh, we're at 27 minutes. Okay, okay. Um, anything? What else is uh, coming to your brain about this? Uh, uh, well, we haven't talked about the final kind of big, oh, the big showstopper. Yeah. Um. So I will tell you this much, right? Mm-hmm. So, I, I, either you're in it, either you're with it or not by the end of the movie. Yeah. So when. You know, Chris Pratt is connecting to the the three Velociraptors again. Yeah, and you can realize that the Velociraptors are like, "Oh fuck, sorry, buddy. No, yeah, we'll, we, we'll help. We've we screwed up. We screwed up. We'll help you. <laughs> One of ours died. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so part of me is almost kind of digging the. This is kind of ridiculous, but I'll go with it. Uh, it just it didn't feel earned to me. I would have liked it Fair. better if, if if we had seen more of the Chris Pratt Raptor relationship beforehand. That would have helped. Yes. Uh, whereas this is just like the it, I don't know it, it, the the Raptors seem to switch sides at convenience at this point. Yeah. Uh, I'm not disagreeing yeah. with that, and I, but, but I'm for me, I'm at that point where we're almost near the end of the movie, and I'm like, I'm at this point, I'm just enjoying the ride, so yeah. I'll go with it. Yeah. Um, I will tell you this: which the whole movie didn't ever bring me that sense of, I'm not I, I, that sense of nostalgia type shit most of the time because yeah. you know you're trying to do your own thing. So I will tell you when it worked on me, mm-hmm. when all of a sudden, and I get it. This is clearly this is them going. This is the audience moment again. But yeah. this one, this one worked this on one me. Gotcha. Where it was like you know, like all of a sudden Bryce Dallas Howard's like, well, what are we doing? Like, and she's like. Open up pack gate. Nine. Yeah, pack nine. I went. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I know what you do because yeah. we saw they've been hiding him. Yeah, they've been hiding her, right? Her, her. They've been hiding her. Like for, there was a, him and her. Him and her. Yeah, was the implication. They're hiding. They're hiding the big star. Yeah, the real star, Jurassic Park. Yeah. Uh, for like most of the movie, we got a tiny glimpse of it at, at one point, and yeah. you know, but like once did once Dallas is like, I'm going to get her. I'm like. Oh, I know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And and it's you know, she even gets the the flame. Uh, yeah. Like the flare, even the yeah. the flare is basically another nod to the first film. But yeah. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> when the door opens up and out comes the T Rex. Yeah. I I kind of got excited. I'm like, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck, here it comes. And yeah. there she is. And yeah, like it's she's chase letting Bryce is letting her letting the T Rex chase her and then throws the flare and ends the Indominus Rex and the T-Rex look at and I'm like oh fuck yeah. <laughs> oh fuck <laughs> I, I did like this moment this bit and I, I think the end the, the big fight between them is is pretty well staged it is I will say um, down to the even the as goofy as it is, I love the, the hero moment for Blue. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. hero moment for the last well, he comes back up after you thought he was down yeah. But, yeah. boom and like I okay I'm, this is the part I went I'm kind of clapping, and I actually say out loud, "Okay, <laughs> okay." I will say this: it's very satisfying in the moment when Blue has the hero moment. Yeah, uh, she goes after the Blue's a girl, right? Yeah, uh, she goes after the Indominus Rex, uh, saves the T Rex's ass. Yeah, and then even though it makes no goddamn <laughs> sense, I'm, I'm jumping ahead here to after the Indominus Rex is defeated. Yeah, the T Rex and Blues sort of stare at each other. Yeah. <laughs> And then walk in separate directions, <laughs> like respect her. Well, my friend, it's like no, my friend of mine kept making Furious Seven jokes at that moment. Where <laughs> yeah. it's like, are you not like, like Owen's like, are you looking at Terex? You're not gonna say goodbye. Yeah. I don't need to say goodbye. But do 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 do. It's been a lot. Yeah. But no, I well, here's here's another kind of fun, here's where it's a twist on the first movie, right? Yeah. Where it's the first movie, the T Rex comes in and saves more or less to a certain degree. Doesn't mean to save our heroes in the first movie. In the first movie, by eating up the the Velociraptor. Yeah. What's kind of cool here is seeing them together, Mm -hmm. literally 
I aim high, you aim low. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As they take down Indominus Rex, yeah. and I'm not gonna lie, this is the part that made me an 11 year old again. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, that was a that was a lot of fun. I that can't, was a, you can't disagree with that sequence. No, no. I even like one of the few shiny moments I'll say about Jurassic Park three is is the T Rex fighting the Spinosaurus, the big one. Sure. Sure. It's been a very long time since I've seen JP3. Same here. But I remember thinking, it was a short fight, but that was kind of cool. Here is that, but way cooler. Yeah. And far more satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, though, about, uh, again, about Blue, like, as much as I love it in the moment when it's happening, and yeah. I, I can't deny it, after I walk away, it's like, oh, that would have been so much better if they had set it up properly, though. Right? No. Yeah. Like, and I could enjoy Blue throughout the film. <laughs> to kind of go back to Spielberg. Yeah. Because this is a Spielberg podcast. Yes. <laughs> Um, one of the things I kind of brought up is like I, I did a post uh, where I talked about like you know Jaws, Jaws I kind of wish I saw in theaters because one of the big things about Jaws in theaters is that I'm guaranteeing you most of the people who went to the theaters went all right shark movie yeah we got this we got I got this then they walk out and they're going I, I got what yeah, yeah just, you know, it got a full stunned stunned and yeah. I kind of feel like with with Jurassic World I walked in all right dinosaurs are gonna eat people there's some gonna be fun action stuff and I walked out getting that yeah and I kind of like that's that's the lesson that I think people kind of forget after a while. And it's like, yeah. no, well, try to make characters exciting and interesting and, and, and full. And then the thrills will be even bigger. Yeah. And Jurassic World, Jurassic World is fine. Yeah. It's enjoyable. I had fun. And if you loved it, I'm not going to shit on that. Just, no, I had fun. I'm not yeah. an asshole. Yeah. There's was, there was fun bits, for <laughs> sure. fun bits, yeah. Um, I do like the sort of uh, Deep Blue Sea type ending where, where the Indominus gets taken out by the, by the big water monster. Yeah, no. Whatever you call it. Literally, he, he comes up, she comes up, eats it, yeah. brings it down, almost like, sup? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I know you guys are having your fight, but all it takes for you to get close to the water, and then guess what? It's not a fucking fight anymore. <laughs> one of it's my, lunch. <laughs> one of my friends suggested the idea while even in the middle of the movie is like, one of those fucking... They should find a way to bring that Adamus Rex to that big water thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you would do it, but yeah. that's the, that's what I do. <laughs> and, then by, and by the end, basically, the Velociraptor and T-Rex went, push. Just <laughs> standing over there, buddy. He's <laughs> like, why? Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> um... um. Water's you, a real enemy of the Indominus Rex because that's how the kids get away too. Yeah, and he's you know, little constantly dumb. being vexed by water. The Indominus Rex looked at the like the water like the fountain and the yeah. the waterfall and then went, Nah, I'm not yeah. doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't swim. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you want another one? Another Jurassic? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, who cares really? Because right. another one won't hurt. It's, it, no, nothing, nothing's taken away any of the past achievements. Mm -hmm. So I mean, why not? I, I don't want it or diswant it. If that's a word I can say. <laughs> I I feel like you found there's no reason to go back to that island anymore. I, yeah, yeah. I, I say do do whatever they want to do. <laughs> maybe I'll see it. Maybe I won't. Who? Yeah. Who? I, I I'm neutral at this point. They'll be keep making them. Probably this, this. I saw the lines last night. That that movie did well. Yeah. But I I'm at the point where I'm like I don't know where else you can go story wise. Like yeah. I don't like I don't like uh, short of taking them to the to the city, which already happened. And, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, like we'll see. You'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> it's not my job. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I wanted to say about the film. I got nothing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I felt like there was something, but it's not coming to me. Plugs. All right. <laughs> all right. Okay. Oh, am I going first? <laughs> I think usually don't you usually go first? Sure. Okay. Go to BenBnetwork.com, Check out all the shows on there. Uh, I'm on a bunch of them, like Popsicles, uh, Matt Moreno's Wrestling Show, Benson's Boombox, and Shut Up Leonard recently celebrated its 100th episode. Ooh. 
Thank you. <laughs> uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Dr. Matt Benson. That's Dr. Matt Benson. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, this show on at Ben on Steve, and you can write us an email at uh, BenViewOnSpielberg at gmail.com. And do things to us on iTunes because those are all helpful to us. Rate us, review us, subscribe to us. They all help us in the rankings, and they're all things that we would like for you to do for us. Justin? Uh, yep. Oh, and sorry. Uh, Nerds Eye View, also on the Benview Network. They they will also be reviewing Jurassic World, uh, so check that out. Uh, drops Monday. So, right. so if you want to get another perspective, who knows if they'll agree or disagree with us, but if you want another <laughs> perspective, check out Nerds Eye View on the Benview Network. Um. Follow me on Twitter at Justin Kizon. Uh, read mine and Matt's uh, work on agentcigar.com. Yep, yep. Um, definitely go, if you uh, haven't checked it out, go to Fan Alley on YouTube. Uh, the videos that I've uh, edited, edited and shot for WonderCon should be coming up in about a week or so. So those should be fun, quick, fun little interviews. Um, and that's it on my end. So thank you. Thanks for listening. Yeah. And we'll see you, well, I mean, I think I'm going to drop this today, so we'll see you in two days okay. <laughs> with our coverage of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Ooh. Oh, I remember what I wanted to say. Oh, are uh, we here? Go for sorry. it. Sorry, one quick little boat. This is like an encore at a show. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of Michael Giacchino's score for Jurassic World? I love Michael Giacchino. Yeah. The score's fine. It's fine, right? Yeah. Maybe a little too much uh, referencing the, the original Jurassic Park theme. Maybe hitting Maybe. that a little too hard. Maybe. Yeah. I love his score. I usually, I'm a huge Giacchino fan, of, but I think said he absolutely killed it on Tomorrowland. Hell yeah, hell yeah, he did. Okay, right. <laughs> I just want to get that out there. Yeah. Oh, and one quick more point that I forgot to bring. All right, one more song. <laughs> so there's that moment in the first one when the T Rex saves them from the Lost Raptors, and it, and it you know bursts into that main way and like roars. Basically, right. they do that twice in this film. No reason. They do it once with the Indominus Rex and then yeah. again with the T-Rex. <laughs> do, do it one or the other, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that wraps I, up for real. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See you in two days. separates flagons and dragons from other live play D&D podcasts. We've got high octane role play. Um, yes, this is Frank. I was, I was heard that I, I was needed to be talked to.
insightful beer reviews. No, I'm going to go with a plus three to charisma for a heavy mouthfeel and a long finish. (laughs) (laughs) And even culinary tips. You want that marrow. I want that goblin on goblin taste. (laughs) Check out Flagons and Dragons in iTunes or wherever you find podcasts. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.